0: The yellow generation meet the Zillennials who moved back to the hotel of mom and dad so they can splurge their money on designer handbags and 10 vacations a year instead of rent and mortgages. Now, technically, there's nothing wrong with like living with family, depending on the cultural side. But at the same time, it's like kind of weird. So Emily Stone is eyeing up a Cameo Beige Prada handbag complete with the brand's iconic triangle logo in gold and an eye-watering $2,300 price tag. And imagine, if she put that into like a Roth IRA over the next few decades, she could become a millionaire. So it has been a little over six months since the 25-year-old bought her last treat, a $2,000 Louis Vuitton purse, but she is ready for another splurge. Like, here's the thing. I never understood the like, the purpose of buying so many items of basically the same thing, right? I kind of view like purses like the same way as socks. Why do you want to keep buying more and more socks? Seems kind of weird to me. It's nice to be in this position where if I see something I like, I can buy it, said the nurse-turned-content-creator, who lives outside Milwaukee, Wisconsin. While it might seem surprising someone so young can afford designer handbags in the current climate, well, I mean, technically, if she was a nurse, she could have potentially made easily six figures. Now, as a content creator, who knows? So Stone is part of a growing generation of zillennials moving back in with their parents so they can afford a higher quality of living. Zillennials refer to those who are on the cusp of being a millennial, born between 1981 and 1996 and part of Generation Z, born between 1997. Weird. Last year, these two generations combined accounted for 72% of the luxury goods market. Sick of paying sky-high rents and disillusioned by increasing mortgage rates, these professionals have given up on living independently or instead prioritizing designer goods and luxury travel. But like the thing that I don't understand, right? Like, Okay, there's nothing wrong with technically spending your money like this if you want to go and spend your money like this, but what are you getting out of it, really? You're getting an expensive bag for what? To hold your items in that your $20 bag could just do? You're spending a whole bunch of money on travel to go to places that you're only going to see once, and you just basically lit that money on fire. So, With jobs that allow them to work from home, there's nothing to stop them from moving out of major cities and back into their childhood bedrooms. Around 48% of 18 to 29-year-olds in the U.S. are now living with their parents according to estimates by the Census Bureau similar to levels seen in the 1940s. It works out at around 25 million young people. The trend has given many of them a more indulgent approach to life, with experts claiming they are pinning their finances on a "yellow, you only live once philosophy. Now, here's the thing. There's nothing wrong if you want to go and live your life like you only live once. But you should still have some like fundamental common sense in terms of like personal finance, right? Spend less than what you make, invest a certain percentage of your income, save money, have some sort of an emergency fund, right? Put some money away so that when you get old, you could actually pay for your care, right? Just think about it in a common sense way and you'll be okay, but what these people are doing are not common sense, right? Like, basically, they're purposely moving in to live with their parents so they can spend more money on useless crap. Like, they're not saving for, like, a new car. They're not saving for a new house. They're not saving for, like, an investment or something or to further their education. They just want to splurge it on purses. So let's see. So for Stone, it was a no-brainer. She moved out briefly for two years while studying at a nearby community college but returned to her parents after becoming fed up with throwing money away on rent. Now, that one I can understand because what's the point of basically moving somewhere else, like an apartment, to do community college that's like really close to your parents' home? Like That doesn't really make much sense. You could probably just talk to your parents and be like, hey, can I live here while I do this community college thing and then just move on? So previously a nurse, she moved into social media after starring on reality TV show The Real Love Boat. What the hell is The Real Love Boat? Hmm, let's see. Emily Stone. Perks of living home, coffee with my mom, a.k.a. Bestie Every Morning. Okay, whatever. So now has her eyes on a 2300 Cameo Beige Sofiano mini bag from Prada. Like, see, this is the thing. I don't understand the purpose of spending this type of money on a purse. Then again, I'm a dude, so I don't really understand purpose to begin with. So she now works part-time as a nurse injector and uses the rest of her time to focus on content creation. And she earns a six-figure salary. Her mom, Laura, 51, a stay-at-home mother, and dad, Brian, 52, a machinist, insist they love having her there. There's this stigma about living at home, but I love my family, I get to live with my best friends, and I have so much more money, she told DailyMail.com. I can save up for the big purchases like a car and a house, but I can also buy designer handbags and sunglasses. And I can get my nails done every two weeks instead of every four. Again, there's nothing wrong with wanting to do this, but you got to have a really good relationship with your parents, right? Which many people don't actually have. Not to this extent. So last year, a report by management consultancy, Bain & Co., found that the U.S. luxury goods industry was recession-proof due to its popularity with young consumers living with their parents. The industry is set to grow by a further 21% this year, despite the soaring cost of living putting pressure on household budgets. Claudia D'Arpezio, a senior partner at Bain & Co., said young people are in part trying to make up for all the experiences they missed out, on during the pandemic, she added that many people in their 20s have already weathered one financial crisis in 2008, as children. Meaning the current cost of living crisis has had a reduced impact on their consumer confidence, and the luxury market has many resilient drivers, which include a diffused yellow culture, a desire for living missed experiences, and a change in consumer attitudes. DarpizioDailyMail.com Just a few years ago, PR guru Megan Zuckerman would never have dreamed of paying hundreds of dollars to attend a lavish event. The 28-year-old was living in Manhattan and paying $2,000 a month in rent, leaving her with little money left over for designer dresses in a high society living. But today, her life looks very different. She travels freely, buys expensive makeup, and next month she is attending a non-profit ball that will cost her $1,000 once a rented Bronx and banjo dress and a professional hair and makeup are accounted for. Zuckerman said her biggest spending tended it to be similar non-profit events. I moved home at the start of lockdown in 2020 and always planned to move back to Manhattan, said Zuckerman, who earns a six-figure salary and lives with her parents in New Jersey. But I started to realize how much more income I had when I was living in the city. It felt like all of my money was going on to rent. Interesting. Recently, I purchased three dresses, spending a total of about $500, and I think prior to living at home, I would have probably only purchased one dress rather than three. Zuckerman had not lived with her parents full-time since moving away to boarding school age 14. Dear Lord, like... How much money does your family got if they can send you to boarding school? So after more than 10 years away, she insists her parents love having her back in the family nest, adding, we are very close. She is planning to move out once she can afford a home of her own. But while Stone and Zuckerman parents both say they're happy to have their children back at home, critics question if it's a sustainable trend, with some dubbing the generation mooching millennials. And last month, personal finance guru Dave Ramsey called millennials and Generation Z still living at home train wrecks. Let me get this straight. You live in your mama's basement, but you got a coach purse, he said in an episode of the Ramsey Show. Similarly, TV host David Webb told Fox News, the big Sunday show, here's the, this is a growing group of people from universities, a lot of them with higher education who spend a lot of money, get into debt and don't move on with their lives. And look, it's time to get out of the house. Nada Torbica, 22, it has not always been a smooth sailing since she moved back in with her parents after graduating from the University of Florida a year ago. My mom said at dinner the other night that she liked having a full home, she said, oh, said Torbica. But there are obviously other periods where both my parents are like, you need to move out. I like things in a particular way, which you can't do when it's not your home. Torbica from Baco, Baco Raton, Florida, is now looking to move out as soon as she can find somewhere. But the supply chain manager knows it's going to be a sacrifice. The last year at home has allowed her to travel around the world, something she could not afford while paying rent. In the last 12 months, she has been on 10 vacations, which include trips to Europe, Mexico, Colorado, South Carolina, and New Orleans. And in December, she went to see the Northern Lights in Norway, a holiday that set her back around $1,100. And Torbika frequently posts videos of her travels on TikTok, often parading on the beach. My friends in Ren definitely know me as the traveling one, she said. I ask them to go on trips with me, but they often can't come along. I have a fund bill and pay car insurance, which together is $300 a month, and sometimes pay for groceries if I really want something, but otherwise I can use my money on travel. So basically she pretty much has no expenses and decides to just blow off her money basically on traveling, which is beyond stupid. Let's see some of these comments. My brother lived at home with my parents his entire life. He never paid rent and spent his entire wages on material goods like these ladies, in a party lifestyle, never saving a penny. My father died 10 years ago, and just this year, my mother passed. He expects to continue living in the house. I told him, fine, if you buy out my half. He screamed that he did not have that sort of money, so as the executor of my mother's will, and having power of attorney, I told him, then we are selling it. He went ballistic. I told him he should have thought about that 30 years ago. Like, this is like a perfect comment from uh, 13463. You do not want to be in a situation where you're the brother living in the house where you are basically been a leech to your family for your whole life and you can't do nothing for yourself. Let's see. They all make a six-figure salary, but rent was a stretch? Yeah, sure, they're liars as well as mooches with a maturity level of nine-year-olds. There's zero percent chance that I would have allowed that with my son, and I can't imagine wanting to move back home as a grown person even with my fabulous parents. Come on, kids, grow up and step out into the road as an adult. Like, my viewpoint on this is like, I don't think there's necessarily wrong with wanting to like, live with your family, right? But it's got to make sense, right? For example, let's say that you were to move in with your family, like move in with your parents or whatever. Are you going to help them out? Are you taking care of their yard work? Are you doing something? Like, you got to contribute something to them while also spending time with them. Because there's nothing wrong with wanting to spend time with your family. And depending on your culture, it might actually be very normal for like multiple generations to live in the same household. But everyone still needs to contribute something to the household. My son graduated from college last year. Apartments are very expensive here, so he stays here. I have plenty of room, but he's certainly not buying designer things. This is what you get when you combine helicopter parents and selfish FOMO children. Too bad they've missed the challenges and difficult times that would have helped them into adulthood. Let's see, in 10 years they'll see the equity their friends have built up buying homes and realize how silly it was to not buy. Housing will only get more expensive and one day your parents won't be around to live with. And this person says, it really scares me to think these people will be running this country when I'm an old person. Good point. Feel free to give your thoughts if you stumble upon this. I think the main thing is As long as the kids, I think, contribute something to the household, I don't think this is necessarily that big of a deal. But the idea of these kids basically moving in with their parents solely so that they have more money to spend on useless crap just annoys me.